Amen. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Joan, for leading us uh, this morning. Um, brethren, praise the Lord. I want to thank God, first of all, for the opportunity to be able to share in his word. I don't take that for granted. I really give him all the praise and I thank him. Uh, brethren, this morning, um, I would, without taking much of our time, I want to dive right into the word that the Lord has uh, given to us this time. And at this point in time, allow me share. Our portion of scripture today is coming from the book of Romans chapter 13 verse 11 to 13. And uh, our theme is basically putting on the armor of light. And I would like to reflect in the previous teachings that we have been having throughout the week and the month that have been basically centered on elements of darkness and how to deal with or to cast off some of the issues to do with darkness in our midst. And in today's portion of scripture, we are basically focusing on how do we put on the armor of light. The portion of scripture in Romans chapter 13, verse 11 to 13 says, and do this knowing the time, but now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is first spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. When I was going through this portion of scripture, the course of last week, I focused mainly on five key areas. When we look at the portion, this portion of scripture, the very first aspect that uh, Paul is talking about here is knowing the time. The second aspect he's talking about here is it's high time we awake out of sleep. The third aspect he's talking about here is our salvation is nearer than we than when we first believed. And the fourth aspect he's talking about here is an urge and a call upon the church to cast off the works of darkness. And then lastly, let us put on the armor of light. I'm going to dive right into the very first uh, the very first uh, key theme, sub-theme of this uh, portion of scripture about knowing the time. The scripture begins by saying, and do this, knowing the time. And what really caught my attention here was about understanding the time or the season in which we are in. And Paul is basically calling upon the church 
upon the Roman, upon the church then. He, has, he's, he calls with an assumption of they should be knowing the time. And a people who know their Lord will be conscious, will be alert, and will be cognizant with the times in which we are living. Certain circumstances should not surprise us today because revelation has been availed to us. The Bible tells us that in the last days, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. And so we cannot be in a position or in a place right now where we claim not to know or understand some of the things that are going on around us. Basically because in this portion of scripture, there is an expectation upon the body of Christ to know and understand the times in which we are living. God ordained the times and the seasons and expects us to understand them in order to know what we are supposed to be doing in every season. If we do not know what God expects from you and me in this particular season, it is difficult for you and me to understand whether we are successful, whether our prayers are actually being answered, or whether we are actually doing the right thing at the right time. The Bible mentions that God determined our reappointed times, for in him we live and move and have our being. Therefore, for us to be successful in living and moving according to the will and plan of God for our lives, we have to understand the God-ordained times and seasons that we are in. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 21, the Bible says that God changes the times and the seasons. And if God, if God ordained the times and the seasons, and changes them, then it befits you and me to find out from him what season we are living in and what we ought to be doing in every season. That means that you and me have to be plugged in full time. We need to be plugged in at all costs. Being plugged in in the place of prayer, but also being plugged in at the place of fellowship, being plugged in where we see or where we know that there is an opportunity to tap into the knowledge of God and what he's doing in the church and what he's doing across the world and across the, across the globe. Then we are able to have targeted prayers and we're able to know the time and the season that we are in. Now, this has nothing to do with the natural seasons of summer or winter or whether it will rain or not, but it does have everything to do with the spiritual seasons. We all know that there is a God predetermined calendar for every, for every individual or group of individuals. There is a predetermined calendar that is followed and we know what happens at this particular point in time of the year. In First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, the Bible says that the sons of Issachar had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. And the question I would pose here is, 
we have seen sections of, of individuals that actually fit this description of the sons of Issachar. We are, God has blessed the body of Christ in such a way that we have had servants of God that have actually pointed us to the times and the seasons that we are in. And, they, and we have been instructed as a church on what to do. This verse brings more light into the topic of understanding the times and the seasons. Because here, amongst all the tribes in Israel, only one tribe, that was the tribe of Issachar, was commanded, was, was actually commended for understanding the times and seasons, and they knew what Israel ought to do. So this tells me, without a deep understanding of the times and seasons, we cannot really determine if we were successful in a particular year or not in God's eyes. But we thank God and praise God from whom all blessings flow and gives us an opportunity. And that opportunity is today. Every day that we step into a new day, that is an opportunity. No wonder he says today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. A few more scriptures that point to understanding or knowing the time is in Jeremiah chapter 8 and verse 7. It says, yes, the stock in the heaven knows her appointed time. And the turtle and the crane and the swallow observe the time of their coming. But my people know not the judgment of the Lord. And friends, when, we, when I read this portion of scripture immediately, I looked at the time that we are living in and how thick darkness, the works of darkness seem to be overtaking many uh, aspects of, 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 or spheres of, of life, basically. What seems to be, what seems to be uh, not right is right, and what seems to be right is considered not right. And friends, this already should tell us and should point us to a time and a season in which we are living in. Daniel chapter 2, verse 21 says, And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them knowledge to them that no understanding. So when you and I position ourselves in a place where we desire and yearn to know what the Lord is doing in our time, the Bible clearly says he gives wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that no understanding. May the Lord help us to actually yearn and long to be in a position where he can avail this wisdom, this knowledge, and this understanding. The second portion of the, of the scripture that we are reading today basically talks about, Paul goes on to say, after saying, and do so in knowing the time, 
and saying it is high time to awake out of sleep. I don't know about you, but my understanding of events in the body of Christ today, I see a people of light that are rising up to take their place. However, a deep spiritual sleep seems to have engulfed a significant portion of the body of Christ. That even when the apostle says that day is fast approaching, it's like coming, it's coming to morning, but we seem to be asleep. There is no preparation or urgency to arise and wake up when things are happening in broad daylight. I'll give a very good example. The orgies that take place on the streets of this nation, the drunkenness, the hopelessness, the things that the leaders of the nation or some leaders of the nation have passed, have spread a lot of darkness, are, are actually weapons that are spreading darkness across the nation. And the body of Christ, a significant portion of the body of Christ is still asleep. We are called to awake out of this sleep. Some versions say, <laughs> very interesting versions say, to climb out of our coffins and arise from the dead into the light of Christ. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14 to 16 says, Therefore he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. As wise. Still again, the aspect of wisdom is, is highlighted. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. And there's again an aspect of redeeming the time. So Paul is basically talking about the aspect of knowing the time. And then again in Ephesians, he's talking about redeeming the time because the days are evil. I thank God so much for, for the, 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 the sons and daughters he has raised in, in the church at All Saints Cathedral that we almost every single week or year, I mean, or month, we have, we have a prayer conference. We have, we have there is a sense of prayer cover. And I, I just pray that the Lord will strengthen those feeble knees that have called upon his name day and night. The scripture tells us in a, in a, I, in I think Isaiah 62 that let us not go silent day and night. The Bible says he has positioned watchmen that they should not go silent day and night. They should call upon his name day and night. This is a step of faith that the Lord is calling us, that the Lord is calling you and I too. He's calling us to step in, to step in. To step in. How do you rise up to the light of Christ? Because he says, arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. How do you, you may be asking yourself that question, how do I rise up to the light of Christ? Romans chapter 12 verse 1 to 2, we are called to be transformed into his likeness, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. His word is like a mirror. Every time you and I look into it, 
you and I are transformed daily and we are no longer of this world, even though we live in it. Psalms 119, verse 130, I think it was re-echoed by one of the, the speakers in, the, in one of the teachings. And he said, the entrance of his word brings light and gives understanding. Psalms chapter 19, verse 7 says, his testimonies, meaning his word, his law, his testimonies are sure, making wise the simple, making wise the simple. When I was growing up, we had a, a, a teacher who always loved to, to say simplicity signifies the, the magnanimity of the soul. So when, that, when you read the word of God, the Bible clearly says that there is an opportunity for simplicity. You, it makes wise. There is wisdom for the simple a very simple person that chooses to present themselves to hear. So how do you and I rise up to this light? By daily, continually, defying ourselves with the word. Every time we read the word of God and we attend a fellowship, we are only confirming what we have heard of what the Lord is saying. Every time we read, and friends, it is, it is this thing of reading the word is a very personal thing. It is something that you, you decide on your own without anybody else coercing you. It is something that you actually purpose to make a part of you daily. Just like you wake up every morning and look at yourself in the mirror and expect to look good and presentable and then walk out of your home. It is the same way you look into the word and then expect to be like what you just saw in the word. Salvation, the, the, the third aspect of the, this portion of scripture basically says our salvation is nearer because Paul is saying, and now knowing the time, let us arise out of slumber, out of the sleep that we are in. Because our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Now, uh, the Apostle Paul assumes that we know the time or that we understand the season. And if we do understand the season, that we must start from our spiritual sleep and become alert, then we must be prepared for salvation. In this verse, salvation is not... Salvation is not basically our spiritual rebirth, but because Paul is pointing towards the end times, he's basically talking about the end times, and he's saying it is not just our spiritual rebirth, but salvation is the physical resurrection and the gathering together to meet Christ when he comes. Nobody knows the time, nobody knows the hour. In this way, we will escape the wrath that is to come upon the earth. Salvation from the wrath on earth is also explained in Romans chapter 5. And I hope and pray that everybody in attendance that attends actually this, this, um, these teachings has received their salvation and are living in Christ. 
And what I mean here is that you are born again because that is the identity, that is our identity. However, since this is a decision between you and God, I do not for sure, uh, I do not know for sure that you have received this gift, but this is a gift that is freely given. And in order to receive these benefits of salvation, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead and then you will be saved. This is exactly how it has been put in Romans chapter 10 from verse 28 to 29. In the fourth portion of this scripture that we are reading, the apostle Paul is saying, yes, now that the salvation is nearer than when we first believed, we are called to cast off the works of darkness. Casting off the works of darkness. And here, the aspect of understanding the means of casting away our darkness or the inner darkness that seems to dwell within. When you read this portion of scripture in context, he goes on to talk about the works of darkness. He talks about the drunkenness, the, the, the drunkenness, the waywardness. He begins to highlight them one by one. Now, how do we cast off the works of darkness? It is by filling ourselves with light. And we know the true light of the world. We know the true light of the world. We know the true light of the world. It is Christ in us, the hope of glory, that abolishes the darkness and transforms our dark habits and characters into his glorious character. Day by day, when we look into the word, the mirror, we are transformed daily. We are transformed daily. When you look into the mirror, you realize your hair is not combed, you comb it. If you look into the mirror, you realize your dress is not buttoned or your shirt is not buttoned, you will go ahead and button it. When you, re when you look into the mirror, you realize your belt is not fastened, you will fasten it. When you look into the mirror, you realize a part of you doesn't look, a dress you have worn is not appropriate. You go back to your wardrobe and change. So that is the beauty. That is how we cast off the works of darkness. It is like basically putting on an armor or putting on an outfit and seeing whether it is befitting of the purpose for which it was intended. So basically speaking, we are instructed to make no provision for the flesh. No provision for the flesh, no provision for the world and for the enemy himself. Darkness makes us lose a sense of daylight. No wonder Paul is saying, awake from your sleep. The day is fast approaching. The morning is at hand. Friends, we are living in the end times and the day is at hand. We do not know when, we do not know how, but the day is at hand. How are we preparing for this day? I mentioned that darkness makes us lose the sense of daylight. We know that when prisoners are being tortured to, 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 to speak the truth or to, to reveal information that is very key to the security of the nation, some of them are thrown into dark places. That is just something that I, I hear of. But if it is true, you're thrown into a dark pit and when you're there, you lose, you're, already, you're, you're basically disoriented. 
And so it is possible that even when these works of darkness are taking place, we become disoriented and we somehow begin to, 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 to succumb to what is, or what is not normal. What is not normal becomes normal because we are covered under thick darkness. Darkness, dark, darkness makes us lose that sense of daylight and therefore causes us to crop about in the dark. But the word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. When we look at the parable of the ten virgins, that's again another parable of our Lord. Basically, a prophetic, the prophetic parable talking about the end times. The five virgins that were foolish and the five that were wise. And we both know that story. That the foolish had no oil to keep their light on while the wise kept on filling, refilling, just so they may keep alert. When the light in your life begins to grow dim, the Bible says, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full into his wonderful face. And the things of the earth, the things of the world, the things of the flesh, the things of the enemy will grow strangely dim in the light of his wonderful grace. Friends, there is grace. Grace for you and me. His mercies are new every morning. His mercies are new every morning. We are encouraged every morning to rise up and be grateful for the mercy, the mercy upon his life that we are alive for starters. That's an opportunity to make things right. That's an opportunity to make things right. The Holy Spirit is likened to oil like oil upon my feet. The Holy Spirit is likened to oil. He helps us when we are unable to help ourselves. You all know the value of oil. That oil, when a, when a door or a handle or something is not able to run well, we need oil. You need, an, you need oil to smoothen it so that it can run and function well. The, we all know that the value of oil on the earth and how the economic value that is attached to it. Now that is the value of the Holy Spirit and he has that value over our lives. Jesus gave us that promise as he gave us that promise and that promise still stands that the church of Christ is not alone. So you and I do not walk alone. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 9, that was an assurance that the Lord gave to Joshua, the leader, the new leader that had taken the place of Moses. And he says, you will not walk alone. You are not alone. I will be with you. Do not be afraid. So you, you and I are not alone. The more you assure yourself of that assurance, that is your portion. Because the God's promises are yes and amen. Therefore, brethren, Hebrews chapter 12 says, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him 
who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. The very last portion of this scripture, verse 3 says, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Friends, opposition from sinners is part of the package because that is what a disciple that has chosen to carry their cross goes through. Sometimes you may look the old man out. You may seem to be the only one treading your path, but just know you're not walking alone. You need to, when, when you see darkness, you need to spread the light. You need to, how I pray for boldness and confidence. That is one gift that I keep asking God to grace me with daily. The boldness and the confidence to call out things that, that are wrong, that they are wrong, and to say that they are wrong. And friends, let me tell you, God is faithful. I have seen God lift up his children and place them in high places. It's simply because they did not conform. So I pray that we, you and I will not be a statistic of corruption, will not be a statistic of uh, deception. To refuse to be a statistic at your, work, at your workplace of the work of darkness. Do not. Let that be something that you choose to do on a daily basis. Lastly, the portion of this scripture says we should put on the armor of light. Now, this portion of scripture starts by saying the night is fast spent, the day is fast approaching. The world and its system seem to create such a deep sense of darkness, a thick darkness that seems to grip the earth. But you and I shouldn't get caught up in this, lest we forget and we slip off and, like I mentioned, get disoriented and forget to light up our lamps. These lamps run with oil. We are called to put on the armor of light. Put it on, put it on. While others seem to be caught up in this dark, we are called to be the light. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Where do you belong, child of God? Where do you belong? Are you the light that has been lit and has been covered under, placed under a bowl that people do not seem to see the light? Has someone actually asked about you? And, and the people that you work with are not sure whether you're born again or not, that should be a red flag. That should be something that, that, that should concern you and let you and help you get back on track. Are you a child of the light? Are you a child in the dark? That's a question for another day. Often we get new clothes. I talked about the aspect of buying new clothes for special occasions. For some of us, we already have planned for some of the events this year. And we have planned what we shall wear, which means we are planning to wear something appropriate and suitable. Now, the same applies to the call to put on the armor of light. We are called to embrace the very nature of God being transformed daily into his likeness. In this way, your light will shine in the darkness in the darkness and outsiders will be won over by your light and they will praise your father in heaven. The Bible says that no one lights a candle and, put, and puts it under the table, 
the light should be given out. <laughs> it is not for your benefit alone. It is for the benefit of the people around you. So we are likened to a candlelight or a city on a hill that shouldn't be hidden. So don't put on the light and stay hidden where no one can see. If it is at the mountain of influence that the Lord has placed you, we all, we are, we all belong to different mountains of influence. So for those that are on the mountain of influence, of education, the mountain of influence of, uh, of entertainment, and, this, and some of these mountains are so influential that if you are not standing steadily, you can easily fall. My prayer is that God will position us and will strengthen us to lighten up the world that he has placed us in. The Bible says light has no use where there is light, but it does have the use where there is darkness. We always sing light of the world. You stepped down into darkness. Open my eyes. Let me see. How I pray that just like the light of the world stepped into our darkness and opened our eyes that we may see. May we be his hands and feet that we may open the eyes of those around us, the blind, the dead, the deaf, that they will arise and that they will wake up to this light. Friends, this is uh, where the Lord had caused me to put a full stop. But my prayer today is that you and I will go out and shine for Jesus and cause his light to transform those around us to the glory and to the honor of his name. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word this morning. Lord, your word is your word is light. Your word is life. Your word is everything to me. Your word is everything to us. Without your word, Lord, we cannot live. We cannot move. We cannot have our being. Because in you, the very word, we live and move and have our being. Help us. Strengthen us and give us the desire to stand out for you in this dark world, in, in this, under the systems that you have placed us in that seem to be so corrupt. Lord, I pray that you give us the grace. Thank you because your grace is sufficient for you. Your, your grace is sufficient for me and for the people that are gathered here today. I thank you and I praise you. And I glorify your name. Be magnified. Be exalted. Be glorified today. Let your word be like the seed that you talk about in Matthew 13. The seed that falls on fertile ground. That Lord, this word will speak to us. It will encourage us. It will make us uncomfortable. It will make our hearts restless until they find their footing in you. We thank you. We glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Gertrude, for ably sharing the word of God with us this morning. And uh, I want to believe that, friends, each one of us uh, 
has picked something. Um, Gertrude has uh, has challenged us uh, with 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 uh, today's theme of putting on the armor of light, and she has talked about several things. She has talked about us knowing the times, knowing the seasons that we are in. It is only when we know the season that we 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 are able to know what to pray about what to look for and how we are supposed to behave we are supposed she has challenged us to get out of slumber uh, because uh, each day that passes each day that comes we are moving towards uh the day of our salvation and i want to believe that the day of our salvation is that day when we shall finally uh stand before the throne after we have uh, moved away from from this life on this side of eternity then uh she has also told us to to put away the 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 works of darkness if we look into our lives what are the works of darkness that are still in there uh so we need to 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 put them away so that we are able to be children of the light and also she has also challenged us to to put on the armor of light to to walk as people who are in the day because the the night is fast spent we are going to pray that uh, these things will be a reality that these things that we shall be a people that know the time know where we are supposed to be and uh and then after that i will call the reverend um to, to to bless us as we go out into this week uh let us pray our friend our fortress our refuge we thank you for this morning we thank you for our sister gertrude that you have been able to to use to share your word with us we thank you, my King of Glory, for her life. We thank you for the the grace that you have put upon her life. We thank you that she is among those that are praying that they will not be among the numbers that are not on the right side, that are in the darkness. But she she desires to be in the light. She desires to be on on your side, Lord. My master, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as she continues to yearn for you, as she continues to, to desire to be yours, I pray that you, you will give her the ability. I pray that as she continues to minister and to seek you, Lord, I pray that she will have an encounter with you, that she will, she will be strengthened on a daily basis. We thank you for the sharing that she has had. My King of Glory, I pray that you continue to shine upon her life. I pray that as she she moves in her day-to-day -day life, oh God, I pray that your light will be upon her, that wherever she she goes, my master, she will bear your light, that you will be her light unto her feet, oh God, that she that she that she will live a life that is worthy of you. We thank you for the word that has brought forth through her. My master, I pray that this seed that has been sown into our lives, oh God, will, will grow, will bear fruit. My master, I pray 
that her ministry will not be in vain. As she continues to do your work, Lord, I pray that you will fight for her. I pray that you will open new doors for ministry. I pray that you will strengthen her. I pray that you will increase her, that she will grow in the, in, 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 in the knowledge of you, my master and my friend. King of glory, we thank you for whoever uh, avails themselves to you to be used of you. Oh God, you use them in, um, in mighty ways. My, my God and my King, we continue in the same spirit of prayer. We, we continue to lay our lives before you. We continue to seek you, blessed Savior that you will move in our lives. Lord God Almighty, I pray that you will take our, you will give us the ability to pray and to seek you and to commit our lives, oh God, that we that you will take away all 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 acts of darkness, all the works of darkness in our church. My God and my King, I pray that we shall live as people of the light. My God, I pray that you take away all the filthy garments, oh God, and give us your garments of righteousness. My God and my King, I pray that you will, oh God, be the one to, to dress us. We come to you, we, we, we come to you for dressing. I pray that you will dress us with your light, that wherever we step my king of glory our light will take away the darkness that when we reach in places where people are downcast my master that your light will shine upon our lives and there will be a lifting of souls my master king of glory in the name of jesus i pray that you that we shall put on that light and walk as people of the light that we shall not just move as people in darkness stumbling on everything that comes our way my master i pray that your light will shine so brightly in our lives that it will take away the darkness. Lord, I pray that you cause us to read your word on a daily basis because the our sister has shared that the entrance of your word brings understanding. Lord, I pray that we shall understand. My King of glory, in the name of Jesus, I pray that that, 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 that the understanding that comes that with the light that comes from your word, the understanding that comes from, 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 from the the, the the ability, the encounter that we get with you, oh God, will cause us to know the times, to know the seasons, that we shall know what we are supposed to do at the right time, my God, my King of glory. I pray that we shall not be like those, those, uh, the, 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 the girls, the women that were waiting for the groom and because they didn't have enough oil, oh God, they went to look for the oil when it was too late and they missed missed meeting the groom. My master, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Holy Spirit of God, I pray that you fill us on a daily basis. Fill us with your power, my master, that we shall be able to keep to keep awake, that we shall be able to, to pray as never before, that we shall be able to see you as you are, my master. Lord God Almighty, I pray that you will open our eyes, my God, that we shall walk as wise men, not as 
wonders and wise, my King of glory, that whatever situation comes away, my Master, my Holy Spirit of the living God, whatever comes away, we shall be able to discern. We pray for discernment in the name of Jesus because you are the light. Jesus, give us that light that when the enemy comes in like a flood, we shall be able to know and, and you will raise a standard for us. Raise a standard for us, my King of glory, that we shall not fall for everything. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will make us a people that are, that, that, that are above. Lord, I pray that we shall be a people that, that, are, that have an advantage, King of glory, because your light is reigning in our lives. My master, I pray that when, when the enemy comes through this side, Lord, I pray that you'll give us the ability to be able to know that this is the enemy and we, because we have the light. When we have the light, my master and my friend we cannot go knocking on every stone we will we will be able to see where to pass we will be able to see where to get the resources to use in 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 whatever circumstances that we find ourselves my king of glory i pray that we will be awake we will be alert, oh God, that Lord God Almighty, even when we we when the enemy comes dressed like and mixes in us, we shall be able to know that this is the enemy, and we shall expose we shall we, sh we shall expose him because we have your light. My master, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will dress us with your glory. Lord, I pray that in this season, as we continue to seek you, as we continue to wait upon you my master i pray that your light will shine brighter in our spaces your light will shine in our homes your light will shine in our children your light will shine in our marriages my king of glory master in the name of jesus i pray that you will enable us enable us oh god to walk like the, like the people that are in day Lord, teach us how to know the right season because it is when we know the season, when we know the occasion that we are able to dress for the occasion of God. When we, when we do not know that where we are, my master, we are bound to make mistakes. We are, we are bound to appear inappropriate we are even we do not come when we are when we do not know the season that we are in my king of glory the time that we are in we will bring shame to your name my master i pray that as people or that uh, subscribe to this altar we shall not be the people that will bring disgrace to your name my king of glory i pray that you will oh god come and take your place in our church come and take the center stage that lord God Almighty, that, that our church will be a point of reference for righteousness, for 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 uprightness, my master, that it will not be a church where we will keep knocking each other, but because we are children of the light, 
we because we are putting on the armor that is that has light of god we shall be a, a people with a difference my king of glory in the name of jesus i pray that as we continue to seek lord i pray that we shall encounter your presence because in your presence there is fullness of joy in your presence there is radiant light that we are able to see even what naked eyes cannot see lord god almighty i pray that you will enable us to 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 have a clear vision because the day has come it is daylight it is daylight that we bear my king of glory i pray that you will do your work in our lives i pray that you continue giving us open heavens oh god so that we shall be able to access the things that are coming right from your throne and because we are speaking we are living like uh, uh a life that is coming from your throne we shall be able to have results we shall be able to touch lives we shall be able to be transformed from darkness into light father in the name of jesus i pray that that light will cause us to stand that we shall stand and we will not compromise. My master, our church has not grown because we have continued to, to compromise. We have continued to want to be in two places. We want to be on the right and on the left. My king of glory, in the end, we have ended up losing all. My God, I pray that the light that you are giving us, the light that we are putting on this morning will, oh God, give us clarity of identity. It will give us clarity of, of where we are supposed to be at any one time. My God and my King, we are, we are pleading with you. May you be merciful to us. Lord God, I pray that you will give each one of us the determination of God, that we shall not mix issues, that we shall be clear. If we are for you, we shall stand and we will declare and it will be known that we are the children of the light. Lord God, I pray that your light will come and consume every kind of darkness so that, that the darkness that easily causes us to, to fall will be dealt with in the name of Jesus. My God, I pray that you will open our eyes. I pray that you'll cause us to be alert 24-7, oh God. My master, Lord, I pray that we shall not sleep at the job because when we sleep, when we sleep, when we are consumed by slumber, the enemy will come. But we thank you, Jesus, because you have said that you came, that we may have life and have it in abundance. Lord, I pray that we shall experience that life of abundance, that your light will abound in all our situations. We thank you, Lord, because you are faithful. We thank you, Lord, because you are able. We give you praise. We honor you. May you continue to take all the glory. May you be exalted in our everyday life. King of glory, we pray for this week. We pray that as we get into it, may we be led by only you. May you give us victory at every front of our lives. May you give us victory, O oh God. May you, O oh God, 
come quickly to our salvation. When we call unto you, my master, we pray that you will, you will come through. And I pray that because of the alertness you have given us, even when you have answered us, when you have answered us, oh God, whether it is a no or a yes, we shall know that the Lord has answered, the Lord has spoken, and we will be encouraged to continue following you. We will be encouraged to live in obedience. And because we are living in obedience, we shall be blessed of you. We shall be, we shall, we shall, we shall receive your reward because you have told us that those who seek you, will you, you reward them. Lord Jesus, for everyone that is seeking you, Lord, I pray that they will receive their reward. Thank you, Jesus, for the far that you have taken us. Continue doing your work. Continue, oh God, showing us your way on a daily basis. We thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' most precious name, I have prayed and believed. Amen. 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 Amen.